welcome this is Jane Gardner and welcome to the business of at-home business where we're talking about the home biz startup TV where we're going to be talking about how to start run and grow a home business and today we're going to be talking about subjects that are of interest to anyone who wants to run a home business so I'm Jane Gardner and let's get started I'll be telling you about this show right about now again for Home Biz Startup TV and today we're going to be talking about tracking your progress of your launch. How exciting to see how it went. So if you know me, I know I like to do it in logical progression. So if you need to see the other shows, uh, you can go to homebizstartuptv.com and I'll upload them there as well as being of course on iTunes. So let's get started with the presentation and we are thinking about this is what we were doing last time and we are going to go and do the five steps to starting a home business. Uh, you should know me by now. I work with my husband in structural engineering firm for the last 23 years and we live in Western Canada and today we're going to look at tracking your progress. So we're going to learn today about the key metrics you need to measure and how to use the data. You've got your first launch under your belt. You need to monitor progress and evaluate success. You want to be sure you're moving forward and achieving your goals. You can judge this by a gut feeling and by listening to your customers. But get, to get a more objective and concrete view, it's also important to use metrics to track progress so you can analyze how you're advancing. So we're going to talk about metrics today. You may be so focused on getting your business to the next level, chasing funding and finding the right talent, that you're ignoring developing metrics to monitor your progress. But without strategic planning, you're lost. You can't plan effectively for the future if you have no frame of reference for where you are now. So we're going to look at some of the metrics to use as starting points for a new business. So first off, here are the metrics when it comes to sales. You should look at your revenue run rate, the RRR. This measures how sales are developing over time. It helps you see how likely you are to hit your forecasts, capture directional trends, pick up patterns, you know, seasonality, and you can tease out potential problems with your pricing strategy. So what you do is you take your sales revenue from this month, and of course for quarterly data, multiple, multiply by four, for annual data, multiply by 12, and check this against your sales target and your marketing plan and see how's it going. So your average revenue per user, ARPU, is a measure of a customer's average spend with you. A rising level means you're getting more sales from each customer. So divide the total revenue by the number of customers in a monthly or an annual time period. And then an average can't tell you much about the quality of your sales. Some customers are more valuable than others. You need to get really granular and look how sales break down by channel by social media channel that is, 
and customer type so you can tease out trends and develop resources to optimize your income by going to where your customers are. Another metric is CAC, Custom Acquisition Cost. Your CAC will show you how much it costs to attract each customer. It's a good way to monitor how efficient your sales process is. So pick a specific time period and then divide your cost of marketing and sales by the number of customers you gain. For example, if you spent $1,000 to get 20 customers, your CAC is 50. A rising CAC can be a sign of trouble, but not if you've introduced a new product or service with more higher margins. Like most metrics, CAC can't be evaluated in a vac vacuum. It should be evaluated in conjunction with a number of other metrics. If the proportion of spend to impact is not improving over time, you need to make changes. So you can see now why you need to measure and uh, keep account of your progress. So your customer retention rate, CRR, evaluates the percentage of customers who stay with you and the percentage you leave over a given period of time. It's particularly relevant if you offer a subscription model like a monthly membership program or annual service package. Subtract the number of new customers from your total customers at the end of a given period then divide that number by the number of customers you started the period with. For example, if you started the month with 10 customers, gained 5 new ones, and lost 2, the calculation is 13 total customers at the end of the month. Then minus 5 new customers in that period equals 8 divided by 10 equals 0.8 or 80%. That means your retention rate is 80%. You kept 80% of your customers. The goal is to keep your retention rate as high as possible. And of course, a very important one is customer lifetime value. A good customer is one whose value to your business will grow over time both through their purchases and use of additional services and through the quality referrals they provide. Hence, it isn't just their purchases that you take into account, you also add in the value of their referrals. So, let's try a calculation here. Average annual sales to one customer annual 5% growth rate, projected lifespan of one customer in years, direct revenue, number of referrals per year, value per referral, total value of referrals, lifetime value. So there you go. You didn't know that, did you? Referrals are very important to any business, so you've got to keep your customers. Okay, here's some finance um, metrics. Return on Advertising Spending, ROAS. Advertising spending is an investment and you want it to generate a return. So divide the sales generated by your advertising spending. So if you spent 15000 on advertising that resulted in 30000 in sales, your ROAS is 2. You generated 2 for every $1 spent. You'll also want to compare the ROAS if you choose to use a variety of channels to see which of these channels are most effective. When you're starting out and having a limited advertising budget, it's best to start small. Margin. The bottom line is everything. Before you spend more, make sure your business is where you or your investors want it to be. There are many ways to calculate margin, but generally speaking, your revenue must exceed your cost of goods sold and your operating expenses, like rent, salary, and fixed costs. 
it doesn't, then it's not the time to increase your spending. It's time to figure out what's going wrong by doing your other metrics. Don't turn your back on the figures. You need to plan regular finance meetings. These could be just meetings with yourself, but schedule them as if you were with your finance director, which might be you. So do a weekly review of sales goals, a monthly planner once a month through that go through that month's sales. Are you on track? If not, why not? What changes do you need to make? Who can help you? Enter your results and do a spreadsheet that records annual revenue and expenditures. So, what's in the, your business bank account right now? Is it what you expect? Choose any of the metrics discussed that were relevant to your business and figure out your uh, metrics. Is it on track with your marketing plan? If not, investigate to find out what happened and correct it. So, whew, that was a lot, a lot of metrics and it would be worth to have a checklist, but I don't have one for you right now. Sorry. So we're going to be finishing this um, series off next week. So we'll talk to you then. Uh, maybe I'll have one later. Some checklists. Welcome. <laughs> this is Jane Gardner and welcome to the Home Business Startup Toolkit. I wanted to speak a little bit about it so you know what you're getting. So who am I? Well, I'm Jane Gardner. I work with my husband in a structural engineering firm and I came out onto the internet to help others start a home business. And I have the Business of At Home Business website and Jane-Gardner website if you want to check me out. But I just wanted to show you what was in the Home Business Startup Toolkit because without certain tools, you won't be able to have a business on the internet. So I'm giving you for free video trainings on MailChimp and Aweber, Wix, which is a free website builder, Canva, which is a free graphic creation platform, PayPal, that's free, but of course it's tricky, isn't it? But that's where you get your money. Amazon S3 is for storing all your stuff that you're selling. And of course, everybody needs Gmail, and I've got a course there, Start a Home Business Step-by-Step Step, with a workbook for building your foundations and some tools. And coming in March, I'm going to be putting WordPress up there because it is a very powerful and free platform. So just to give you an idea, I created the five steps to starting a home business uh, course. And in that course, we look through identifying your target market, creating a unique solution, setting up your business basics, define your brand, and develop a realistic marketing plan. So that is uh, implementable. And then uh, so if, for those of you who don't know, um, Amazon S3 is a storage solution uh, run by Amazon. It's very economical and is a place for you to store your assets, your videos, your audios, your programs, uh, your and such. So I do have some trainings on that so you can start set, setting that up. For example, how to um, create a new folder or copy and move and rename your files and you have a tour through Amazon S3. And of course, I wanted to show you the graphic one, which is Canva. That has a free version that you can use to create all your social media posts, your uh, dashboards, your headlines, your anything graphic that you want to do, they know how to do it. And it's free. 
as well. Of course, everybody needs PayPal, so I've got a setup of PayPal and how to use PayPal to sell your items. And then I'll just give you the last one, which is Wix. It's a free, very easy to use website builder. And the version where it is free, you have the name of Wix in your domain and you pay a bit more for a paid one. But these are all trainings. There's about 20 each for each subject. So let's go back and have a look at all the subjects again. So we have at least 20 uh, trainings on each of these subjects for you and they're free because I want you to get started in getting to know all about the tools that you need on the web and you can have lifetime access. So all you have to do is sign up with your email and your name and it will be sent the access to you as soon as possible.